United and it feels so... Quince. <laughs> Quince. I mean, it's that's Quince. the truth, but I, I was going to say, fine, okay. All uh, right. Welcome back, folks. Been a while, so I don't remember quite how to do this. This is a whole new pod, a podcast all about watching Disney Channel original movies and talking about them, I think. I I'm, think too. And I think this is where I say I'm Lucas Melby. And I think I'm Jacob Delajohn. It's been a while. Yes. Well, horse sense, not horse sense. Uh, ready to run. Really drained us. Yes. Really it was, took it all. Brought us to the pits of despair, and we needed a break because we didn't want to didn't want to lose energy. We didn't lose energy for that one, but we wanted to maintain our our excitement for decom. I, I mean, we were worried going into today's film too we thought it was going to be a two in a row a, a of just daughter. low points yeah but luckily quince disappoint full of surprises yeah yeah we were a little busy i think one weekend i had a wedding i went to jacob is this very popular person he's got stuff going on so All we were the just time. taking our time biding our time but yeah. we're back silver lining though about ready to run is just like alley cat strike Amazon refunded my money for the rental. <laughs> wow. They just thought it was just too uh, crappy again. Uh, yeah, so the worst movie we've watched, I got my money back, so that that feels pretty good. I think I've maybe picked up on what something could be related to it, because for both of those movies, Alley Cat Strike and Ready to Run, it yeah. had one of their made-for-the-movie songs that I pulled the audio from to put into the move or put into the final episode of yeah. the podcast so when we're recording like right now we're using my laptop yeah. but my laptop doesn't have the right sound card for me to be able to do an internal recording so i use my pc for that so yeah. both of those i've done the internal audio recording so i don't know if that is just the secret that's the secret hack or so like, I, I can just get refunded i mean we're gonna get have disney plus soon so it won't be an issue but i think we might have to test that all well there's some we audio i think i want to sample from this episode anyways so we'll see if i get that money so, back so you just you just hook it up to then the uh your tv Looks it, like that. It's behind, it's technical behind the scenes That's stuff. Cool. It doesn't I, really matter. Well, we found an exploit, and if if you want, I mean, you I'm know, just trying to find a common denominator. Details to that, and you know, email us, you know, tip us, and we'll. <laughs> I'm all for saving as much money related to renting these movies, which is yeah. why I prepaid for three years of Disney Plus. Jesus. Yeah, nah, I'm not not super happy about it either. But something I'm surprisingly a bit happier about was the decom we watched today it's quince it's quince <laughs> it's quince <laughs> all right we, we gotta maintain our composure a bit more we'll get to more yes, of uh, why we're saying that what is quince what is quince quince is a movie that doesn't beat around the bush because we get into it right away get the title yeah. card and we're seeing newspaper clippings that are explaining very much about yeah. what this movie is going to be about which is quintuplets yeah and and my understanding or remembrance was that we wouldn't see this for a while but i guess it was it was a, a rewind or it was a fast forward it before, was it was, it was a, it's a little non uh unconventional what she, they do she's like not even on like a timeline she's in like an alternate universe talking about the past but not in the future jamie is a greater being she transcends <laughs> space and time she is quince it the, the the true quintessential sense of the term yeah uh so and, and she's also a narrator we're all over the place right here but yes we're getting those newspaper clippings and we see our main character jamie who is played by the same actress who played Marnie, Marnie in Halloween Town. Jamie Grover. So for most of this movie, I probably will just call her Marnie. Which but is But Marnie 
is out there making us very clear with what's going on just besides yeah. these newspaper clippings. She's like, hey, see what this is? This is what this movie's about. Quintuplets. And she's very fourth wall breaking constantly. It's basically yeah. a combination of all of the heavy she's narration. staring into your soul. Heavy narration movies movie. we've had with the side kind of cutaway vignettes of Miracle and Lane 2 kind yeah. of combined. So she's constantly breaking the fourth wall. If she's narrating, it's more often than not that she's actually directly talking within the frame as her character, but other people just aren't picking up on it. Yeah. Much more like Which Malcolm cool. in the Middle than yeah, yeah, even yeah. Miracle and Lane 2. Yeah. It's... I've been hard about the narration in some of the movies, but this is a, it's a fun, interesting take on it Done that well. could be a little obnoxious at times because she is an unreliable narrator where she constantly Lies. were in these scenes that seem fantastical or terrible or yeah. all over the place. And Marnie Jamie will just say, Marnie Jamie, did you really fucking believe this? That's literally what she says, and that's how the movie like fades out yeah. too. It's just constantly like just fucking with you, just just. Just fooling around. And with how upfront she is, she says, I bet you're thinking this is going to be about another one of those girls finding herself stories. Well, it is, but it's not going to be boring. I'm like, is yeah. she... Disclaimer. Just, is she just describing any decom you could ever watch that is basically some kind of coming of age, finding yourself stories? So no. I kind of appreciate it. I'm somebody who enjoys lots of meta commentary, meta narratives, so... Quince is self-aware, very much so. The narration continues quickly on where she introduces her parents, who, like any intro of parents in a DCOM, have very weirdly specific idiosyncrasies about them. Jim Grover, who is trying to better himself. He wants it's to not clear. It seems degree. like he's trying to pursue some kind of higher education. Like He wants to get a degree because it'll get him another uh, promotion yeah. within the Menards company that he's working at. Or hardware company of Menards. Yeah. I don't know. How, Menards is somewhat national, but or maybe yeah. regional as a hardware store company. Because he's he's like he's the he's the department manager currently. But yeah, he's very working a hundred and ten hours a week. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. He's very detail oriented, and his thing is always I need to have a plan. He's always planning. Yeah. So then we get a weird freeze frame of him after he throws up papers in frustration. It's just a freeze frame freeze on frame. him. Then we see the mom who is. Kind of is supposed to be quirky that she's we're pouring, told that she's all over the place. She's pouring milk. No, she's pouring orange juice, orange and, juice coffee. and coffee. And yeah. we're like, oh, is she gonna screw up the cups? Because she she's didn't pouring them at the same really. time. We see a freeze frame, and all that really seems like we we're supposed to focus on is that maybe she's just pouring both at the same time, or there's I slight see, spillage of coffee. I, I, I think what they were kind of trying to show was I mean, then we go to Marnie, Jamie. Who does flub up? She spills grape juice all over herself. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so like her mom and her dad are doing maybe these complicated things and surviving, and she gets to this easy thing and fucks up. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, so then we yeah finally cut back to Marnie. She's, I don't know, still going on talking about something. She opens the fridge, takes out a... I can't even grape remember who's... Juice. It was purple. But it was like in like a pitcher or like it was... I don't know. Oh, it man. seemed like it was like a weird glass flag Set up or for something. failure. And she just... Yeah, pours it directly out of her, her face. And yeah. She might have all just turned to the camera and gone, that's Marnie. It's Quince. <laughs> it's Quince. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Uh. So she continues talking to the camera, and this is where we start getting her first uh, sets of line. 
She's also set up oh, that... She, this is, yeah, this is when she leaves the house, right? She's outside in the street, and we... She says, yeah. this is my hometown of Milford. Bet you want to know what's so special about Milford. Well, Boom! Right, right over here is what we're famous for. This, and we see kind of like a monster huge. creeping over somebody's house. The statue, statue of Liberty's of head. Yeah. So for a second, I'm like, oh, is this just supposed to be somewhere in New York, New like York. a suburb of New York City where it's within view unrealistically the statue of liberty because no. again like most special effects and decoms they look awful it looks very fake like and then wheels. no it's because it is fake and yeah. we're stupid for believing and it, it and it slowly it, disintegrates like, yeah, or disintegrates dissolve yeah. effect yeah. on it yeah that was i was it was entertaining and with all of her narration right here marnie is also saying <laughs> that all of this has already happened and this is yeah. all lead up to the main story where we're gonna learn about her where she, how she used to be versus how she'll eventually become. And weirdly timeline. enough, even though that is certainly not as long as in Stepsister from Planet Weird, where we get a half hour of flashbacks. Yes, correct. This but is like something, five minutes. Something about it being so upfront about it is kind of refreshing. That Quince is like, yeah, fuck it, this is a flashback. <laughs> so, I don't know, it's weird. Uh, Marnie goes to school where we meet her friend Zoe, who is played by the main girl of The Color of Friendship. Yes. The the not racist one. <laughs> yes. Well, debatable. No, we've already <laughs> been through this. Being mad about a racist being in your house is not equivalent to being racist. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Brad, who is a weird kind of combination of... It's not clear because his actor's not the best that he's sometimes supposed to seem cool, but he's his acting cool, so bad is that he sometimes just sounds sarcastic. So no. it's like, is he actually cool? But yeah, he's also super Nerdy. science, yeah. super smart guy. Yeah. Who is kind of the the bane or friendly rivalry between Marnie and Brad because Brad's really good at school. We learn that Marnie's kind of struggling with her grades. Yeah, that's fair. Zoe and Brad in this scene are like, hey, Marnie, come hang out with us. And she's like, no, I got to work on my science project. Again, talking to the camera. She's like, my parents have such high expectations for no, me. I gotta get into this whatever school. I remember. Yeah, so it seems like she must be. I think she's fourteen, so she she's will, going into high school. Yeah, but yeah. it's she's trying to get into, I guess, maybe a private, a private or yeah. more like technical school where she needs to apply good or get good enough for grades, math and science. Some, yeah, some kind of. I think it's George Washington Magnet School that or something. Does sound right. Yeah, it was, and it's it very. A, a it's where her parents want her to go because they she can get into college, and it's very and they, focused about yes science, which Marnie is not a big fan of. All this, this we're just seeing how hard Marnie is working. She's busy. She's getting all these pressures from her parents, and it all culminates in a scene where Marnie is sitting at the table with her parents. They're talking, driving her crazy, and she just screams, and the camera zooms into her mouth. So is do we think this is in one of her, like, fake scenarios where she's screaming? Yes, she's yeah. not actually. That's a thing, yeah. Visibly, she's screaming externally, yeah. yes. but it's actually an internal, internal scream. Yes. So it's a little confusing. That's and then the she it pulls back out where she's screaming in a different scene where she's talking to Brad, working on her science project or yeah. something, talking to Brad on the phone. Yes. And then it's her science project is done. We see the outcome where at first it's set up that she won and she, her parents are all happy yeah, and excited for her. But we soon find out that if anything seems too good to be true in one of yeah, these it's scenes, probably too good to yeah, be true. It's fake. Brad actually wins and we get a little bit of, 
a little detail, a little bit of foreshadowing, Bradley. where Brad uh, is visited by Marnie's parents. They come over to his uh, project's booth and they're because like, oh, Brad, congratulations on winning. I bet your parents are so proud. Ha. And he yeah, is like, yeah, if only. And <laughs> his parents aren't there. And Marnie, all she's really getting out of it is, oh, my parents, I wish they would look at me like they look at Brad or they could be proud of me for once. Yeah. But they're not because, hey, I will say that. Jamie, I like a lot more than Marnie. But if Marnie was my kid, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> about Speaking of Halloween Town Marnie, I know that's confusing since I've just been referring to this character as Marnie. To be even, again, more upfront about like the themes or whatever, we've established that Marnie's character is, she's an only child, by the way. Yes. We don't, she doesn't like all the attention, all the attention. No, and yeah. pressure she's getting from her parents. Yeah. And she literally says to the camera, be careful what you wish for. And reading Fuck the him. plot synopsis for this movie, it's like, this is one of those, be careful what you wish for. You know, uh, like a classic Goosebumps storyline. Yeah. But less scary, though, in a way, maybe uh, realistically scary, because I wouldn't like to be in this situation. Right after she gives us the thematic drop of this movie, she goes into her house where she comes into a conversation of her parents being like, oh, how are we going to tell Marnie? So Marnie's like, what's up? So her dad finally musters it up and he says, "Uh, your mom's pregnant. And Marnie says, oh, that's cool, because she's already starting to be like, ooh, this can get some of the attention off of me. Oh, that's awesome. That's why were you so worried about telling me? And her mom's like, uh, well, it's something about how I got pregnant or how I am pregnant. Yeah. And then Marnie's like, well, I know what you told me. And you then, said it was when, when a person two people really, love yeah, each other. It was one of those. They're like, no, 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 no. It was funny kind of if a parent's in the room nudging and they're like, hey, that's a that's a sex joke. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome but, to this DreamWorks movie. <laughs> But the the father, I think, first says it's it's much bigger. What is he? No, the mom's the mom says, but I'm really pregnant, and the dad says, really, really, really pregnant, right. and I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, yes, this is what I need. No, I'm not one of those people. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we really get in this scene quite exactly what it means by really pregnant. Yeah, I don't think they say five then. It's no. not until the, the they do not, scene. They do not say it's quits. It's quits. Uh, but they cut to a montage then of there's... Uh, we, we should also imply why we're saying that, why that's so funny. Prior to watching the movie, Lucas looked it up on Wikipedia. Or IMDb. I, IMDb. And they had like two quotes. And that was... One of them. Yeah, it's IMDb. Quince, that's it. I was bored at work, and I know IMDb for uh, more popular movies has sections of like trivia and like yeah. goofs and blooper stuff. Uh, only there was quotes and trivia, and there was only two quotes, <laughs> and one of them was just "It's, it's quince. And I, had he not seen the movie, found that very funny, mm-hmm. and having seen it, it's still fairly enjoyable. Yes. Once we find out about how really pregnant the mom is, we get a montage of the family, all three of them getting together to get the baby room ready. Yep. It takes a while. Yeah, it we takes, see. And and something that I noticed too, like like the mother is not gaining any weight. This all these months it does like you know like January, February, March, April, May, June, like goes through like every month. And they're yeah, you know, there's they're, title cards at the bottom of the they're screen. They're taking stuff out of the room. So they're it's bringing been, stuff it's, in and months are passing. Five or six months and she doesn't seem her to be belly showing hasn't changed at all. at all until boom, it's just huge. She's and, just. All the time, it's we know it's Quince. <laughs> yes. but, yeah, and then it cuts to 
her like, not even oh, wearing like a pregnant suit it's like she's just no. wearing a fat suit yeah. it's quite she's uh quite awesome. extensive so then it's the day of the birth uh they rush her to the Births. hospital yeah very true marnie is there which i if i i was the last it's normal you know i don't know i was the last child born with my family so i can't say if my brothers were there but it marnie, seems normal but marnie's like 13 or 14 which yes. is already weird that her parents are having a kid after that long of a period but, yes so maybe she has more of an interest what's extra weird is that not just zoe but brad are also there. <laughs> there. Yeah. uh so then and they that, have suckers. Yeah, so I guess that's maybe a thing for kids to do because I know... Rather than cigars. Yeah, when people have babies, sometimes people give blue up cigars. cigars, pink cigars, but they had blue and red suckers. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I thought so yeah, that's the they, they had them suckers. in their hands, and then that's when they... And then there was that two, makes sense. There was two random people in there, and they would announce all the names. I don't remember. I mean, uh, Adam, so they... We remember it was Adam... Eddie. Ch- yeah, I think it's like Adam, Charlie... Eddie, three boys, two Debbie, girls. and I don't remember the other girl's name. But yeah, for each one, they'd say them, and then the couple at first was like, "Oh, cool," and then they get another one. They're like, they're like "Okay." Oh, and then they, as soon as they got to like the third and fourth, they're like, "Jesus," you know. And then this is when the moment happens. Yeah. So this happens where the dad keeps poking his head out to say the kid's name Names. that was born, and he slowly gets drained of energy and excitement. Yes. So they yes. find out it's five. That's the final number, and Zoe, Marnie's friend, is like, "Ah, oh, this is this is amazing! It's <laughs> I, I I can't even think! It's it's..." And then the guy goes, "It's, it's quits." <laughs> Not and quite in that uh, inflection, but uh, of course, after saying it jokingly a lot of the time, it made me think of the Bare Naked Lady song, "One Week." Quince. So I just go, "It's quits." <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I I should say those two that were getting all the suckers. We're also able to give back. They started giving the father, like, they gave him, I don't know, like, headache medication and... I would hope it was only that because it's illegal to share a prescription medication. Oh. <laughs> Here's some oxycodone. <laughs> and then the yeah. dad became addicted to opioids. Yeah. And that's really what the problem that's was. That's the... The five babies weren't expensive. <laughs> it was his opioid uh, habit that was too much for the family to bear. Couldn't support the diapers. Baby rash for everyone. So the the kids are brought home and it's a crazy seemingly first day where it's his baby's crying and needing yeah. changing constantly and Marnie at a later day is getting excited that she feels this freedom that now her parents aren't paying too much attention to her. She's trying to figure out how she's gonna live her life. Yeah. And I I just like what is Marnie gonna be like? Just I'm gonna fuck my life right now. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna like go skip school, do drugs, not worry about my grades. But no, she's like hmm. What should I do, Mr. Teacher? And the teacher's like, how about you join art club? And whoa, whoa what a rebellious thing. True. Because within this dichotomy that the movie creates is her parents really want her to focus on science. No. Marnie doesn't like science, but she also says she doesn't like art. It'll change that she does like art. Drastically. But it's, like, it's either yes. art or science. That's it. And that's it. I mean, the babies have other options of being lawyers and <laughs> biologists, marine, and biologists. marine biologists and all these other and it's really weird. funny, or it's just interesting that, so she joins art club, but at this school, it's treated as if art club was an actual class or something, where the well, teacher's like, well, yeah. you know what's great about art club? There's no grades. And it's like, yeah, it's a fucking club. club. But, <laughs> if I joined for, an extracurricular and got graded but, in school, I would have been pissed. So she's contemplating joining art club, and then 
She has Zoe come over for, I found this scene kind of funny. This scene yes. had the other quote from IMDb, but it's not really important to go into that. It's not, it's not, it's coins. So no. <laughs> what, who cares? Could never be. Uh, and then the mom immediately rubs Zoe into trying to change diapers. And we see dirty babies. diapers, not just once, yeah. but like twice. Like I'm talking like shit on the diapers. It the was kind of weird. There was a little like, well, there was very egregious farting and pooping sound yeah. effects in one scene, but it was basically contained to like two to like three scenes and very like minor things. Yeah, I, I mean, they say maybe they might have said dirty diapers, but like you know, you'd say maybe they're gonna make all these farting and poop jokes, yeah. but they really did. And I it mean, was, it more was, pee jokes than anything. It was fairly, yeah, really pee jokes, fairly restrained, and I I appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> But luckily, Zoe is saved from not having to change the diapers because we get the appearance of short-lived character Fiona the yes, Nanny, yes. who is she, she really Irish, stuck with I me think. as a kid, and I, I had this memory she that quite the impression, yeah, that she, she was like in the whole movie, like just ruining it the whole time. She was but, in for the long run, yeah, but. maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, she's slightly Irish, so I'll try my best impersonation where she's like, Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, If I could Quince. hear right before this. Yeah. Hello, Quince. But Who are you? You're not part of the immediate family. Get out. Yep, that's what she says to Zoe. And Zoe's like, fucking, I don't care, bitch. <laughs> yeah, Get me out of here. Yeah, she's like, bye, Grovers. So she's very, I don't know if the correct term is like anal retentive, but she's very... All systematic, so she gives the, the numbers. babies numbers. Yeah. She starts charting when they're... She etches it on their arms. <laughs> Three, zero, four, two, five. She starts, uh, <laughs> you know, charting when they poop or pee. So yeah, like, all times. Then she has, like, stopwatches going, and then, like, one of them will, like, like fart, and she's like, oh, right on time, yeah, Adam. So I, that or made me right on time, her. zero, three, four, five, seven. So, yeah, she's really overbearing and obnoxious, and... Yes. She kind of has Marnie helping her, but then she tells Marnie, like, no, go and pursue your interests. So Marnie goes yeah, to art a, club. Everybody wants Marnie to pursue her interests and just stay out of the picture. Yeah. A running theme we'll see continuously. So she goes to art club and starts to enjoy that. And yeah. then quickly we get a scene where Fiona is just, she's done. Yeah. She's done. Over. She's over. She's, yeah, she's just I, losing her mind. Like, two is having a one in the fucking three. Or she's like, has like a baby in her arm. She has three babies. Yeah. She then, has three babies. She gives, I think, one to the mom, one to the dad. She's like, I don't even know where babies five and six are. And she has one in like a. She's about to leave. She's yeah. like leaving. And, and Jamie is like, what, do you, what is going on? What do you have here? And she digs out a baby out of her back little. She has like a satchel thing. A, you know, like a baby carrying sling yeah. or, or something. She almost stole a baby. The nice thing she does, though, because we're quickly seeing that five babies are very expensive and the parents are having constraints on their money. But Fiona says she's not going to charge them. She just wants out of this fucking madhouse. So immediately the parents are increasing their worry because now they don't even have a nanny. How are they going to afford babysitters or whoever to take care? Knock, knock, knock at the door. Yeah, not that we ever get babysitters in the future. But yes, there's a knock at the door. Well, actually, before that... Marnie says, I'll take care of them. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. I wasn't sure if she was going to be like, I want to fuck my life up so hard. I'll she drop said out it of like school. her parents are continue to like brainstorm ideas. And then she says it again and again. And then yeah, they... they're so desperate that they shortly entertain the idea. And we get yeah. probably the weirdest and dumbest fake scene where we see Marnie. She's taking care of the kids. Oh, it's fine. 
But then one starts crying, she picks it up, another starts crying, she yeah, picks she, well, it up. Yeah, at first she's sitting in this weird rocking chair that has like some weird device that's rocking all the cribs at once. Yep. And then as he was saying, she's, she's picking up the baby, she grows a third arm to pick up one. Then she grows a fourth arm, but she only has four arms. She can't help the other fifth baby, so she's screwed. And that's and then, when she and, realizes. And then there's also like a bottle where she like, needs to reach out for a bottle or something. So then her arm grows like Michael Jordan's in Space Jam <laughs> to grab it. And then... Yeah, and then she just wakes up to reality and be like, actually, no, taking care of babies is not a good idea. And I'm no. like, yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, what Marnie's mental state is that she, like, just really doesn't want to have any expectations put on her. Which, taking care of babies, she would have plenty of it. Just the idea that going to school and even being forced to do science is somehow worse than taking care of five kids. I, that does not jive with my own point of view. No. But yes, finally we get to... Somebody's at the door. Knock, knock, knocking on Jamie's door. And then we get introduced to Albert. Albert. Arguably the villain of the movie. Yeah, and definitely. He, he represents... If uh, not Fiona. Cutie pants diapers. I honestly don't even know if he was through them or if he was just like a that's, guy. That's true. He just ha- happens to be there with the truck. He's some and, kind of agent, yeah. a talent agent who yeah. represents babies, or at least is representing babies here, yeah. that he's setting up with the parents that they can work with these companies like Cutie Pants, which is a diaper yeah. company, that they can get products and they can get paid for allowing the babies to be used in promotions yep. or commercials, or they'll do interviews and news bits and stuff like that. The babies like are that. talking a lot sooner than other children, I'll tell you that. None of these babies ever talk. Interviews. That was the I, ju- I yeah they uh, interview them out. Hey, I'm pretty sure he says it at some point. He sets up all their gigs and yes. but the dad at first is like a little bit suspicious and he says, "Why would you? Why would people pay us money?" And Albert just says, "Quince." Quince. And the dad's like, "Oh yeah, okay, that makes yep, sense." He buys in right then and there. Everybody in this universe I mean, understands the significance of quince. Well, the, yeah, they're the first quintuplets born in the state. They whatever, nice, whatever, whatever state, state. <laughs> whatever state it is. We do knows? get to meet the governor of the state, but we still don't know what state. Don Knotts. Yeah, holla. Not even a joke. So the family set up with money. They got sitters, which we never see, but they're less stressed out and they're very focused on. Kind of, the mom becomes much more of a stage mom with managing the quince and really getting, building their brand, to use a modern, modern turn of phrase. And Marnie is sure to let us know at this point that this movie is still about her. I know there's quince in the picture now, but hey, it's kind of a weird thing for her to be like, I don't want attention on me, but this movie's about me. Please pay attention about me for the sake of this story. Yes. Because I'm going to grow. And she does, Growing. to be fair. Yeah. A couple inches. As far as DCOM characters go, she has a lot. Maybe I mean, some of the most growth I mean, in a since movie. Since the beginning of the movie, it's been at least a year. Uh, ha ha. Oh. <laughs> it's quite. <laughs> uh, but Albert, in a side conversation with Marnie, tells her, hey, you know, you it's important for you to pursue your own interests. You don't need to be caught yes. up with the quince. Trying, really trying to get you her gotta out go to of our the club. picture. Just like Fiona. He yes. wants her gone. So it's not immediately clear here, but it becomes clear that he wants her out of the picture because yeah. it doesn't really work for a fun, exciting image of these quintuplets for the parents to also have a 14-year-old dog. Yeah, that's kind of creepy, really. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with that? <laughs> Quince? <laughs> All right. Uh, and then Marty is finally starting to see and find that she really enjoys art. The art teacher yeah. says she seems to have talent as well. 
which is leading to her starting to change her mind about what school she potentially wants to try to go for. She might just, I think it's like between like the magnet school and just like the public high school. Yeah, Milford High. Milford High. Milford High. They didn't know back in 2000 how that name could be misconstrued. Oof. I hear there's a, a Milf. mom in Milford that <laughs> mom, has five Mom Milford High. Mom heard. Yes, okay. Mom heard. Yeah, I mean, in a way, this could read like somebody's very uh, specific fetish yeah. porn of. The town is Milford, and there's a mother <laughs> who has five children in her swollen oh, no. belly. Yikes. Yeah, moving Quince. on, moving on. Uh, the name of the, the porno is It's Quince. <laughs> he's watched it. All right. So Albert is really pushing the mom to become obsessed again with the marketing of the quince. Yeah. And, and he says he says that not once, twice, three, four. Just, he'll he say says it, it at least five times. Yeah, at least quintuplets of times. He'll say it straight to Jamie too. Like he says, remember this is all about the quince, you know, not about you. Like he says that to her. It's the it's you know. the title of the movie, yeah. but Jamie tries to protest and say, no, the movie's actually yes. about me. But Albert is is fighting that right. And Marnie does not like this. Uh, no, she tells she's starting to not at school. She's like, it's always it's quince, quince, quince. No. And I'll have to say, at this point, I've said quince enough that I'd be kind of become numb to it. But going into this movie, I really did not like the name or word quince. It just sounds no, like you love it. It sounds like something that quince. it could be like a slur <laughs> of some kind. <laughs> okay, but it's, it's it not. Such. It's perfectly fine until we we turn it God, dirty every so, but something for her artistic output, Marnie has been drawing the babies a bunch. So she's yeah. starting to know them perfectly. Their different facial facial features. Based on the uh, the teacher's um, recommendation, he he had her try to draw her friend. Oh, yeah. It's just like the teacher's like, "How about you get on some of this Quint stuff too? Yeah. You should draw the Quint." And Albert was pissed because he knew she was coming for the. <laughs> I own the rights to these pictures, the yeah. quints. Uh, but something else she's picked on as she's been drawing them is just kind of their own behaviors yeah. and how to manage yeah. them. Their, yeah, their facial features and their yeah, their little quirks each each of them has. And she tests this out to her parents. Because they come in and one of the babies is crying. Yes. And she's like, oh, that's so-and-so. Pick them up. Because they'll, they'll keep crying if you don't pick them up or she'll stop when the other babies are all crying or it something. It gets weird because it's like, oh, pick up the crying baby. But then they're like, ah, gotcha. That's not the right one. <laughs> yeah, she says, pick up this baby. And they pick up like a baby that's not crying. And be like, how do you not yeah. know what baby which is which? It's like, at least they would be able to get the right one that's crying. But I think maybe they pick up the one that's crying and they're like, oh, here, here, Adam. And she's like... Bitch, that's Eddie. That's Eddie. He's got the smile. Well, because she shows them the picture that she drew of Eddie, who's just always happy. It's a big baby face. It's like, oh yeah, Eddie has to be smiling, otherwise he's always. dead. Yeah, more or less. And and Adam's just always the fat one. Yeah, Adam's the biggest. Charlie, he's got a little attitude. Yeah. Oh, and the girls are always can't remember. Debbie, it. she's daddy's <laughs> little girl. <laughs> And other one yeah, that we don't remember. They make another penis joke because the dad's like looking in the diaper because he thinks it's a girl that he's holding, and he looks in the pants, and there's a penis. Yeah. So it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the parents were like, "Well, that was fucked up," but they also are realizing that it's also kind of fucked up. It's fucked up, and it's fucked up that yeah. we don't know our own kids. Marnie's uh, Jamie says the the whole you know 
you have yeah, I have five babies, not quints. You yeah. have. Five I wonder if babies. you know you have five babies and not just one set of quints. No. How about you think about that? True, and they do. It grows on them over the time. And then again, forward. she says, "This is really more about me than the quints." Yes, <laughs> like, always, hey, this is always this about Jamie. It's about me. That's true. So the dad comes into her room after she tells her parents off. Then it's later that night. She's in her room. The dad comes in and apologizes. And he says, you know what? I do feel bad for not knowing them apart. But he's he's some kind of weird. This didn't really completely make sense to me that he's worried because he can't come up with a plan. So I guess maybe since he can't come up with a good plan, he has to fall back on this marketing strategy. But then he's, or maybe he's so up with trying to come up with a plan that he's not actually paying attention to the kids. It's not clear, but he knows he loves them. And that's what's important. And Marnie says something and his dad's like, huh, I love you just about as much as the day you were born. Which implies that he loves her less. He's gradually loved her less over time. True. Which is quite funny. Caught that too. So Marnie, on a later day... Finally gets the courage to tell her mom that she's not going to be doing the science fair anymore. Yeah. And she tells her mom when she's, I think they're planning, preparing for a commercial or something on their front lawn. She's there with Zoe and she just says, hey, mom, I'm not going to do the science fair. And she didn't really even hear it, did she? No, the mom did not react at all. So then then she says to Zoe, you know, you heard it. I said it. And then Zoe, I can vouch for you. I heard it. You said it. So that's all it takes. And then somehow she gets mad when her mom doesn't know about things. But Like the parent-teacher conference. Yep. So yeah, generally the mom is obviously too busy with the Quince promotion. She's not paying attention. But yeah. in a later scene she says, oh, I know we're kind of being negligent. But hey, parent-teacher's conferences, fun time, right? We'll be there. No. And they aren't. They aren't. And she's pissed because Brad's parents didn't show up. She's more pissed Brad's parents didn't show up than her own. No, Brad doesn't really care about his own parents. He's more pissed that yeah. Jamie's parents didn't show up. Yeah, so Brad is there at the, the parent-teacher conference, and Brad's like, looks like you've been stood up, Marnie. And he's like, fuck you. Or she's like, fuck you. And Brad's like, no, fuck you. And this is where I'm yeah. like, well, Brad doesn't seem to be with his parents either, and that was intentional. Fun yeah. little attention to detail building up over time with that. Yeah. Then Marnie comes home and is just really, again, sticking it to her parents, having much more ammunition well she already had plenty of ammunition before that they didn't know uh the names of her her dad also deals weapons (laughs) (laughs) but the mom and dad are like oh we're really sorry but we know what'll make it up to you we're working on this commercial for the quince how about we want you to be a part of it make it a family commercial the quince is our family business quince i mean and also they pitched they did albert and he's all on board he's in he's yeah it's a family affair and we're like hmm this doesn't seem right so the day of the commercial we hear albert talking to jamie's dad won't come out of the won't come out of the trailer no it's she won't come out of the truck truck. and it's it's like like, that's weird because usually actors get trailers but we see an actual like delivery truck for the the cutie pants company yeah and they open up the the big back door yes 
And she's just in the back of this truck in and a diaper costume. A big diaper. Yeah, and it's very much a similar reveal to Ralphie in his bunny suit in A Christmas Story, yeah. where she's like, I don't want to be in this. Yes. I don't want to wear this. And, and I don't know how the door shuts, but it shuts without her shutting it. No, I didn't pick I up think. on that. <laughs> and then she apparently is not in the commercial, and they somehow are able to do it without the diaper yeah. mask out. Which we really should put this home uh, again. Most importantly, another fetish for people out there. Diapers. But, <laughs> I definitely don't understand that. There's a moth in here, but we'll... Oh, fuck. We'll try to ignore it. You might hear it smacking around, but uh, ignore that too. <laughs> but they somehow were able to finish the, the movie or the, the commercial even without that important yeah. mask. She was telling them, you know, call your people. Your people people will come down here and they'll put on a shitty diaper. So, yeah, she's Pissy. pissed. And weirdly enough, the the thing that finally like pushes Marnie forward to I don't know really stick it more to her Go parents is Brad. Brad oh. is like your parents fucking suck. <laughs> and then she says fuck you, Brad. And he's like, she says, well, your parents must love you because you're so smart. You get good grades all the time. You won the science fair. And Brad's like, do you even? You don't know anything. And this is where it comes out that Brad's parents basically don't care about him at all. And he would do anything to be able to get one, one look, look from one look his from, parents. From her mother. <laughs> yeah, from Marnie's mom. <laughs> like Marnie's mom gives to her. Yes. So feel kind of bad for Brad. Yeah. Feel bad it. for Marnie, but. Everybody just feels terrible. Yeah. So she decides, because Brad's telling her this, that she needs to tell her parents how she really feels. And yep. she starts to have a crisis of consciousness where she's going about where she's like i don't know where i want to go to school uh my parents really want me to go to this school so i can get into college yeah. and then there's a weird bit where the teacher comes by and it's like hey people from the public school can go to college true and become people very successful and then people that go to college might not amount to anything yeah it doesn't matter if you go to college and graduate and i'm like this is one of those like i am in this picture and i don't <laughs> like it <laughs> where it's like hey you might go to college and graduate and start a, a fairly unsuccessful yeah. podcast about Disney Channel original movies. These I'll have you know, Mr. Art Teacher. <laughs> please like, please, please like, comment, comment, comment subscribe. Comment, rate, subscribe. Can't thumbs up, say thumbs up. It right. Yeah, that's how I, I can't grow my brand right. I don't have the call to action down. Just <laughs> rattle it off. Comment, rate, can't subscribe. Say, well, we can't say hit that bell because we don't have a, a channel, a YouTube channel no. yet. But Not yet. Maybe soon. Yeah, Marnie learns from her teacher that she is going to be featured. She not only made it into the art exhibit at the school, but she's going to be featured yeah, like, as like the yeah. one person for her grade. All of her her drawings, and and you, you pointed that later when it comes up. But it, it is kind of weird that like I it, mean, it's a competition where it's, it's like it's weird how he says class, but it's a club. Like she's doing them for the <laughs> club. I just realized that it's weird. They like yeah, I don't know. Anyways, there's just, there's a... a Beyond, like, yeah. it being the only thing that happens at school, there's not they a lot of attention given to... They didn't analyze it as much as we are, clearly. I mean, maybe they the just misspoke club. and said class instead of club. You know, who knows? What, it doesn't really matter. But then why, how could she change classes in the middle of the school? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Marnie tells her parents about how she's going to be in the show featured and she's really happy about it and her parents are really happy for her well actually at first they're like why would we care about you getting an honor ever yes. but this we, was we've never been excited about you and then it's a 
it was um, a fake out, but yes. one of the less fantastical fake outs. Because yeah. one of the things I we forgot to mention is at the beginning of the movie, when she's introducing her life, she goes to school and there's like a huge pep rally going on where there's the marching band. That but was there's really also cool. like clowns so, yeah, and yeah, there, there fire more, breathers. There are a lot more crazier. So this one, I guess, you know, was maybe more believable, but not like we knew her parents weren't like that shitty. I don't know. Quince changed. They really man. changed. Albert did. Albert, shit. But yeah, she actually tells her parents and they're really excited. They're like, oh, there's an award ceremony. Oh, yes, a course will be there. But literally the next conversation they have, once you know it, Albert swoops in and is like, hey, look what I have here. It's an invitation from the governor of this state that we reside in. True. Who's inviting you to accept the award of parents of the year. Yes. Later on, we find out that the babies are maybe five or five and a half months old at this point. And really, they haven't done anything to really worth or gain parents of the year. So Marnie, hearing that they're going to have, because they're like, yeah, of course we'll fucking go to see the governor. It's it's the governor of the state. He's the governor of the state we live in. So she hears this, knows that it's at the same time. I guess we should mention that. It's at the same time as her art show. The parents saying, yeah, we'll go to this. So that means she's they're not she going to the art show. She gets fucking pissed. So yeah, she she loses her fucking mind. That's it's, that's not an understatement. I can I would be able to relate. This is a I'd be pissy too. It's a very emotional sequence where she rushes to school, goes into her art class, rushes past her friends, and just yeah. takes her art and starts tearing ripping it up. Ripping it up like Adam's ripped in half, little Eddie's ripped in half, and Brad and Zoe are like fucking stop. And then she <laughs> they pull her apart, and as they pull her apart, she has a a small piece of paper that she just slowly continues to rip. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, Marnie, could you stop? <laughs> no. <laughs> And you can see the art teacher kind of creeping in the background as she starts to rant and rave. Like they, they, you probably remember much more of her. Yeah, rant she. Than I do. It's all fairly like believable and realistic stuff. Where she's just as she struggled with. She had too much attention from her parents. She couldn't live up to their expectations. She felt that they were putting on her, and yes. now she just wants them to pay any amount of attention to her. Careful what you wish for, but it's yes. just. She's finally achieved something that she thought would make them happy. Finally live up to some of their expectations. And it's not apparently good enough for them. And I thought she was doing pretty good acting here. Based off of Halloween Town, I did not think this actress is much to write home about. But she definitely has improved in the the year or two since Halloween Town to be in this. And the art teacher basically is able to talk her down, have her not completely tear everything up. Yeah, I mean, at least we have a couple. And says, hey, of course your parents would come, right? And actually, one of the things is like, Marnie, why are you so mad? And she's like, my parents are going to meet the governor. And Brad's like, They're all like, this is all, that's awful. <laughs> I guess that's bad. <laughs> It's like no, they they said that they would they would come, but they 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 chose the governor over me. Yeah. So it's the the day, or I don't know if it's even the day of everything. I think it's uh just a normal day. Jamie Marnie goes to school, but she gets called out of class because there's been an emergency. Yes. Where one of the babies, specifically Adam, Adam, is little, sick. Little chubby boy Adam. And they're he's apparently gonna be fine. It's not really clear what's wrong with no. him. He was uh, really hot fever. Who knows? Yeah, something, something like that. Some kind of baby thing. Yeah. But they're looking at him in an observation window. And Marnie's like, 
he looks so helpless. And her mom <laughs> says, he's a baby. He's he so is bad. helpless. And I was like, if you didn't say it, I was going to fucking say it. True. So that was a pretty funny moment. And this is where the parents start to open up about how when Adam got sick, he wasn't one of the Quints. He wasn't the Quints. Yes. He was Adam as an individual. Yes. And they start recognizing that they've been viewing the, the Quints as a unit rather than individuals yeah. and almost i don't know if they quite get into them kind of commodifying them but that's implied maybe a little bit here no. and then albert comes in oh actually before this marnie finally is able to open up about her concerns about living up to her parents expectations she says hey i know you wanted me to do science but that wasn't really my thing and i'm doing really good in art and isn't that enough that like i'm enjoying it and i'm happy and her parents a good decom moment, say, yeah, of course, we only wanted these really lofty expectations, good things for you, because we wanted you to be happy, thinking this is what it was needed for you. But no. if you're happy with art, I mean, sure, how are you going to make a living? But no, they, they don't say that. They're like, yeah, sure, go and pursue art. That's awesome. And then Albert, Albert comes in. With his cheesy fucking grin, little rat boy. Whoa. I think Albert's kind of handsome. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I, I was also kind of pitching uh, parts of this as a, as a porno. So Albert nice. played a very prominent yeah. part in my mind. Oh, golly. Uh, <laughs> but he comes in, and he's just like spouting business bullshit where he's yeah. like, we got gigs, we got the money. He's yeah. got a calculator. He's like, shit, he's going to be out for a week. We fucking boned. We, we, we can find a substitute. Under. We can find a subby. Yeah, we he, can sub him out. We know. Proposed- How old is he? There he is, old as all the rest of them. Damn it, he's five months old. Oh, jeez, who was that? That was the mother and was the father. Was that Fiona the, the nanny <laughs> coming back? <laughs> she peeks in and she corrects him. Yeah, it's, actually, it's crazy that he is proposing they just get a replacement Substitute. baby. Substitute. Yeah, just for the week. They you know? were in the news. I mean, it would have been a birth announcement anyways, but he mentions at one point that it would have been greater if they were identical quintuplets. Yes. But if they're not, and you could just get a replacement baby... Couldn't you just fucking fake having five babies? Five kids? You have like I six feel like Albert seven. would have tried that already. That is true. <laughs> but seeing how kind of business focused he is and very much seeing the Quints as a unit and a commodity, the parents wake up and are like, you know what? It's Quint. <laughs> it's been Quints, Albert. It's but <laughs> we're going to kick you to the door. So yeah. Albert is out. Everybody's mostly happy and made up. Marnie recognizes that, hey, I like art, but I'll be liking art for a while. But there's only one chance that my parents can meet the governor and get parents of the year. Because <laughs> let no. me tell you, they ain't going to be able to keep up with this shit. They fucking suck. True, true. So she decides, hey, I'll watch the Quince, miss the art show. You guys go meet Governor, what's his name again? Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Who from... plays, uh, well, he, he, was, he was in a lot. I know him from the Anna Griffith show he played. I think that's the, probably what the most people know. Uh, so Barney Fife. So the parents go to the dinner, meet the governor, and he's fucking pissed. He's like, where he are the goddamn babies? Uh, yeah, the, the parents show up and they're like, we didn't know you would want them. He's like, why else would I want you here without the kids? <laughs> what? You thought I wouldn't want five screaming babies at my ritzy dinner? That's, yeah. Well, you're fucking wrong. That's what he says. How about all seven of you? So yes. then they call back home or somehow Marnie figures out that they want the baby. Yeah. She said to him, she called a cousin who called somebody and says they're on their way. 
It was it was weird. So I, I, Marnie I never yeah. gets together with Zoe and Brad and yep. the art teacher yes. in his like VW van it to drive the weird. babies, and it breaks down or something. Yeah, it breaks down, so they have to take the bus, the subway, and then the subway, and then they meet motorcycle people that they ride their motorcycles. Maybe that we don't see. or they're just motorcycle <laughs> gang members on a subway, which is weird. And you think they would always be on their hogs rubbing it up? I think everywhere. so, but maybe they broke down like the V Deb. And then these, and then the each, babies are too heavy to carry. <laughs> and then each one of the biker gang members carries in a baby, and they hand off the babies to like the Secret Service people or like the bodyguards yeah, the of the governor. Each one and entourage, like, and he, yeah. the governor's like, "Fucking a!" He was scared. He was quits. <laughs> he got pumped, but he was scared when the bikers came in because the one guy's like, "Her." He was making like some weird, weird noises, and he handed the baby off. And but then they were like, "Oh, they're so cute." I, I fucking love quiz. <laughs> and the governor's like, yeah, I can get down with this. So once the babies get dropped off, the governor is happy and he says, you know what, Marnie, you and your friends, let me give you your driver. He can take you fucking anywhere. Ice cream. Yeah. But not really. That was like one of her minor little lies. Yeah. Like it was like literally like, you know where we went to go get ice cream. And then she's like, just kidding. What, you know where I would really go. And it was like, it was so weird. she. a lot of these she sets up as. Well, if you were paying attention, you would know this was fucking bullshit. <laughs> and it's like, I can see how that's kind of like fun for somebody just normally watching it. But it's like, we are watching it probably more meticulously yes. than anybody watching this. I'm sitting there fucking taking notes. So no, Marty, you're not going to get one over on me. I am definitely paying attention. Yeah. So yes, they don't get ice cream. They go to the, the school. school just in time for the art show. And they have a final ceremony to give somebody an award because no. they wanted to make art competitive, even though, no. you know, everybody will say art is subjective. For somebody, Quince is the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. And that somebody is me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what I thought funny about the awards thing is like she knows she's the center of attention, like it's all around her tonight. And she's like also a surprise when she wins. The award for, like... I was surprised, too, because they said, Jamie Grover. And I've been writing Marnie so much in my notes. I'm like, oh, she didn't fucking win? And it's like, no, she did win. And, yeah, she does the, the beauty pageant. Like, hands on oh, me. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you, Zoe. It was yeah. good. Even though Zoe didn't get to make it in, because, assumingly, she's in the same grade as Marnie. She, she made, like, clay blobs. Yeah. That's really all we So, yeah, all of her pictures, unsurprisingly, are of the babies. That yes. That's what was entered for her for the exhibit. Yeah. The exhibit that was actually a competition. <laughs> and she's up there, and then we hear the governor's voice, I think. I think that's how it was. Well, it's uh, she's up there, and maybe she has a bit of a narration where she's, oh, well, this is cool, but, man, I wish somebody okay. else was here. Uh, and that's somebody else is the governor of the state I live <laughs> in. <laughs> but, yeah, the governor comes in with the parents, and they're like, the door, and, he's all... and she's like, what are you doing here? You're parents of the year. And they're like, that's right. And we told the governor... That really, if we're parents of the year, we probably shouldn't we leave our one and, and, daughter alone. And I mean, the governor has like a full flip around. He's, you know, like he was like pissy at his mansion. And now he's all like gleeful and he's all happy to be here. And he's just a full he, he 180. He really takes, yeah, he's he a up and down character. Too. Yeah. And at some point she's like, oh, governor, why were you here? And he's like, <laughs> I don't remember what he says, but it might have all just been like, I fucking love Quince. <laughs> And it's like, okay, thank you, Grandpa, for being here. <laughs> and then we get a, a final bit of different talking to the cameras and narration where 
Marnie's like, hey, I kept doing art, kept getting better. Even yeah. my grades got better. You know what? I made it into that school. But guess what? I didn't go. And it's like, oh, oh cool that we're supposed to be like, good, Marnie, for not trying too hard. <laughs> like, you got the thing you wanted. But actually, now I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to try that hard. No. She seems to keep be drawing baby pictures, which... As an artist, you eventually have to grow. Yes. Pablo Picasso used to paint realistically, but then he invented cubism and really pushed the envelope for art. Uh, Good old art major here. You know, like Marnie. I was not an art major. No. (laughs) That's not the reason why I went to college and was unsuccessful. I was not an art major. And then she's sitting down to eat breakfast or something with her family, and there's a last little bit, and she's like, well... One more thing, and then... The newspaper drops or something. Her mom's reading the newspaper, covering herself up, and she lowers it, and then we see that her mom's pregnant. It might as well have been like psycho music sting, like... (laughs) It's like, this bitch is fucking crazy. How irresponsible of a mother is she? (laughs) So she's going to have ten kids... But the thing is, this whole scene, too, Jamie's writing. She's, like, sketching something. We see her sketching something. And as soon as she does this... She turns to the camera, yeah, as you said, that... It's septuplets. Seven. She puts up her fingers. And then she says, just kidding. And then she holds up her notebook. Made you look. So then we're left with, is it the final unreliable narration where it's like, was her mom even pregnant That's what we're left to. What else are we looking at? (laughs) You're the one telling us. I mean, we're looking at her fingers, maybe? Like, I don't know what... We're supposed to take away. And Maybe like, they were setting up for a sequel. What if she was the potential saying, for a sequel? What if she was saying, "Made you look about us watching the movie, the whole movie," and she re- there was never and five. None of it was real. It was all just about her. Oh my, dude, fucking <laughs> Quince, man! <laughs> Holy shit! True. Do we need to find that person's Tumblr page of theses about uh, decoms? Definitely on to something, I'll tell you that. About the unreliable narrator, the author's intent of Quince. So, that's Quince, and I'd have to say, especially discussion-wise, I don't know, I feel like this is one of the more enjoyable, at least, discussions of the movies, and honestly... I didn't really mind Quince. No, I it think good. it was probably above average in a lot of ways. There, because were, there were a couple annoying parts, you know? Like, I think Fiona was just an annoying cunt. Um, <laughs> but but more so, there was maybe like one scene where they were just all kind of crying, and that's just what babies yeah, do, obviously. Yeah, they didn't, really, they didn't play like, up the crying. They didn't no. play up the poopy pee no. too much. There is no. We didn't mention the scene where Albert gets peed on by one yes. of the kids. Like, there were a lot of pee jokes. Like, there was one about um, Zoe getting... Peed on if she was helping change a diapers. A boy or something. Because boys, yeah. More, yeah. I guess because, you know, their penis up <laughs> to pee. Yeah. But, so I'm told. So I'm told. Yeah. But no, it wasn't what we thought we were getting into. Yeah, going into it, hearing the name Quince, knowing it's just about Marnie, who I and did not babies. like in Halloween Town, having five kids and she's some only child who's like, ah, my parents give me too much attention. It's like, this no. sounds terrible. Also, it only had like a few paragraphs on Wikipedia for its summary, which it usually only had two quotes, which usually indicates Quince. that it's not a movie that somebody Quince. cared enough about. Yeah. Anybody in the world, like ready to run, you can't find anything <laughs> about that movie online because it's fucking bad. <laughs> but Quince, honestly, as I said, I think it's above average because in a lot of ways, even with it brought some new aspects or it expanded on aspects of other dis- well, decoms. Because it's one of those things where it is, Mar- as Marnie says, it's about a girl finding herself, but there's not. There's not a sport in it. Not a love interest. There's not a love interest. It's about a family, but it's not a situation where it's a movie where 
there's a bunch of other problems going on with the family just being one of them. Yeah, where a unit. It, like it's not many different stories. You're not following. Yeah, you're it's not very focused. Multiple and characters. It's all around her. Well-developed. And overall, yeah. I think the, the growth that Marnie goes through makes sense, is believable. Yeah. Careful what you wish for at all. I think that's a movie coming up, too. I'm sure. That might be another movie. Brad, the secret tidbits and subplot of Brad's parents yeah, not that, caring that, that about That could be him. a whole sequel. That could be a, a side show. That, that's where side Even show, Stevens, Brad. That's where the Even Stevens show came from. I honestly think that guy's in that show. The Even Stevens show came from Quince? I, I think the actor is from there. I mean, there was five. Quitty, I think his well, name Well, actually, is. we find out that there that was up. multiple babies playing all the babies. So, hey, one of those babies could be in a future decom. Oh, God. <laughs> we don't know. That's true. So that's all I have to say about Quince. Anything else for you to add, Jacob? Um, I, I just had a bad memory of the Fiona just <laughs> just like wrecking the whole movie when I was younger. She just must have been just that terrifying. And she still is, but it wasn't as bad as I remembered it, obviously. So, no, uh, it's a good movie. I yeah. All right. Well, here's the part where I say the things that nobody really listens to. No, uh, such as... They're gone. That, you can email us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. I yeah. uh, suggest composing your email to a whole new pod at gmail.com. Subject line, it's Quince. <laughs> Body of the letter, it's Quince. And yes. that will be an acceptable thing. Yes. Uh, uh, rate us, review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Comment, rate, subscribe. You know, uh, Five stars, body of the review, it's Quince. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you can, I don't know exactly how Google Play works, but you can try us out on there. Follow us on Spotify or whatever various podcatchers you can co- copy encounter. our link to our podcast. Share it on Snapchat as a link. You know, people can listen to it that way too. You can program your Instagram stories to like what is it like? Swipe up, yeah. swipe up to swipe Quince. up through our, our, our chaos. <laughs> Post it on your Facebook stories, uh, and um, then yeah, everything. follow us on Twitter uh, at a whole new pod. Uh, text it to your whole new, text chain. Uh, all one word. Uh, I don't, it's been quite a while since the Twitter yes. account has been updated. Uh, we'll get uh, there. Which is maybe a silver lining that uh, Jacob has not been <laughs> utilizing it to try to win Twitter contests. So there's that. Yes. Uh, you can follow Jacob at... Jacob underscore Telegen. J-A-C-O-B underscore T-E-L-L-I-J-O-H-N. And I think that's it. The next movie we have coming up, whenever it will be... Because it might be a little bit more of a delay because we have a special guest who oh, will want to be on it. It's I called The Other Me. And we'll just leave it up to a mystery. We've had two guests on this show. Oh. Who do you want to come back? Who will actually come back? Stay tuned. Da, da, da. And I don't think there's anything else we can say for the closing of this episode except it's Quince. <laughs> we did it together. Almost. Kind of. <laughs> Debbie. To Debbie. To Debbie. Eddie. Eddie. You're gonna need this. Thanks. I think you're gonna need these more. Thanks. This is so amazing. No, it's more than amazing. It's, um, uh, 
I don't know. It's, um... It's Quince. <laughs>